All right, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Business of Fitness Podcast. I'm Jason Klepa, here with our featured guest, Mr. MDV, who's been on the show many of times. Hello, Glad sir. To be back. This episode is brought to you by the NC Fit Collective. If you haven't heard of it, go check it out. It is uh, session plans. It is daily videos. It is intros, warm-ups, programming for four different programs that we use at NC Fit, and now we're offering to other gym owners. That being said... Let's talk about the subject of the day, yeah? Let's do it. Okay, so today, you know, there's been a lot of been a lot of talk about the CrossFit Games recently. I was messaging back and forth with some of my athlete friends, and they were saying that they, you know, they didn't know what was going on. It was kind of throwing them off for their season and things of that nature. And so it brought up a really cool subject that I want to talk to MDV about today, which is understanding what's in your control and out of your control. Now, we've talked about this on previous episodes um, vaguely, but I think today's episode, I'd like to do you know, 15 to 20 minute AMRAP, if you guys can hang in with us, about understanding what's in your control versus out of your control. Because I think with the information from the CrossFit Games, it has really thrown a wrench in everybody's kind of season. It has really impacted people in a way that they didn't think was possible. And so I'd like to talk about what can you do about it, yeah, right? And, yeah. uh, and what is even going on? So MDV, let's start off a, a 20 minute AMRAP on understanding what's in your control and out of your control in three, two, one, and let's rock and roll. So News came out maybe, oh, I want to say like a week ago, mm-hmm. that uh, the regionals may be gone, may not be gone. Yeah. The Open might be twice this next year, may not be twice this next year. Um, you know, the information came from a third-party source, right? Yep. And it it was coming from Greg, um, from Coach, but it was actually th- not from CrossFit.com. Yeah. And so, you know, what do you make of the changes? And then let's get into how that impacts your life. Yeah. Um you know, it's, it's pretty shocking, shocking news, right? I mean, we've, we've lived in this ecosystem of the CrossFit games for a while. We've gotten really used to the open. We've gotten used to the regional format. We see a certain number of athletes qualify from certain regions. We look forward to seeing certain personalities and certain athletes out there. And, you know, this, this stuff that was announced was, you know, it's pretty, it, like you were saying, it's shocking a little bit. Like you, we don't know who's going to be there and, and what number of people are going to qualify and where they're going to be from. And I think that's the big thing for me is like, we keep talking about this information, but we don't know. We don't, we don't know anything. Nobody has come out and said, yes, this is right. Yes, this is wrong. So there's just a lot of conjecture right now about what might be. And a lot of people worrying about things that are unknown. Yeah. And I think you gotta be really careful with that. And, uh, you know, the idea that you could have a story from over here and a story from over here. And I hear it from different people who I've hear different things from different people who maybe are in the know, maybe aren't in the know. Um, are they going to be using, you know, existing events as regional qualifiers? Are they going to be using, you know, what's going to happen? And who I, knows? I think, I think a lot of people want to talk about it, but I, I feel like we would almost be producing fake news. Yeah. If we sat here and tried to say what our judgment was on that. I, I agree with you a hundred percent. And I don't, and when we were kind of talking about what we were going to talk about in this episode, you know, there's, we don't know. And, and it would be wrong for us to, to guess about what might happen because there's only a couple of people who actually know and, and they're planning and they're going to get ahead of it. And whatever happens in all likelihood, it's going to be fine (laughs) at some point. But for right now, it's just, it's a lot of energy being expended and 
not knowing in which direction to, to point it. Yeah. And I mean, I think there has been, for those of you who are listening, who are concerned about this change, just think about all the change that have occurred in CrossFit Games history and look at where we're at today, right? When we first started, it was on a ranch in the middle of nowhere. There was no qualifiers, mm-hmm. right? Following a couple of years, right? You had these sectionals that were yeah, created sectionals. by individuals with their own programming mm-hmm. that was designed, right? And that was that model. Then it kind of went to the, you know, regional model. Then it went to the open model and regional model. Then it got consolidated with the regional model. And guess what? Yep. We're still here. We're still doing okay. And the cream will always rise to the top. And so what I would share with you is if you're a, if you're an athlete, you will find a way, if you're that good, you will find a way to be successful. I guarantee you, mm-hmm. Matt Frazier soon will be like, dude, I got to figure this out but it doesn't really matter to me. I'm yeah. going to qualify anyways. Yeah. Right? And I'm going to get to the championships regardless. And so I think the people it does potentially matter for is the affiliate owners and the gym owners. But in that particular case, you know, until the information is, is presented, which, which I almost hope that I almost wish that none of these like, uh, kind of like, uh, you know, hearsay mm-hmm. occurred because even though the information did come from obviously a credible source, right. Um, because all the information hasn't been supplied yet and all the details as a gym owner, you can't really jump to conclusions yet because you don't know what the plan is. Yeah. And, and a lot of the way that it's being talked about, there could be a tremendous amount of positive things that come out the other end for, especially for affiliate owners. Right. And, you know, I, I just think right now, like you said before, it, it would be, it would, we would be in the wrong if we sat here and said, let's talk about exactly what these quotes are saying and and how it's going to impact. Because we don't know and nobody knows. Not yet. And they will know and, and we'll get the information. But I think it, it brings us to a bigger question. Yeah. You know, as, a, as an athlete, we've talked about this before. I, uh, I showed up at the 2000, uh, well, 2009 CrossFit Games. I passed out. 2010 CrossFit Games. <laughs> I did like this burpee Amanda. I've done a lot of like weird stuff competing. And I had to go see a sports, uh, you know, a mindset coach. And he really worked with me on setting up two circles on a piece of paper and say, Hey, take things in your control, put them on the left, take things out of your control, put them on the right for anything that's bothering you. And that could be, for me, it was obviously competing. And I took the things that were in my control from my warm up, my preparation, my whatever. I took things that were out of my control, which was what was the workout? What are my competitors yeah. doing? And it started to just put me at ease. Right. And I think you can see that same thing occur you know, in life with, you know, obviously with Ava getting sick, with different things that occur, if you start worrying so much, it could drive you insane. Yeah. And I think the games just sparked our conversation Mm -hmm. in the sense that everybody, regardless of what stresses they have in their life, it it will do no good to focus on things that you have zero impact on. Yeah. Like when I sit in an airplane, I'll never forget Dave Castro. (laughs) We were at this classic. I don't know if it was 2011 CrossFit Games. It was one of the 2011 CrossFit Games, the first time we got in the ocean, 11 or 12. And I remember he, he talks to the whole group, and he's like, hey, there's been a great white spotted, you know, a mile off the coast. And this was this was true. And He wasn't he, just pulling you guys no, like. No, no, no. He was serious. <laughs> and he just goes, hey, man. Like, I mean, the guy spent some time doing some stuff. Yeah. And he goes, every time I get in the ocean, I just realize I'm in somebody else's home, and what happens, happens. Yeah. And you can't worry about it because you're choosing to put yourself out there. And, and I, I think it's interesting because every time I sit on a plane now, I think about what he said. I'm like, well, I'm on this plane. I can't worry about the things that are outside of my control. If there's turbulence, <laughs> like it is what it is. You're not going anywhere. You're not going anywhere. It's not going to help you. So I think, you know, for anybody struggling with this games thing, yeah. for anybody struggling, you know, as an affiliate owner, we can even talk about that, you know? Yeah. So back when I was coaching for CrossFit New England and, uh, you know, 
2008, 2009, whenever it was, and we're competing with that team um, and during that time period. Ben sat us all down, and, and we did the exact same exercise on the whiteboard. I remember it really vividly, and we drew two circles up there, and we drew, uh, we, we wrote in what, you know, things in one circle, what we can control, and things in the other circle, what, what we couldn't control. But something really, really stuck with me, even all these years later, that he said at the end of that meeting, we looked at the stuff in the circle that things that you can control and he goes winners focus here winners are focused on what they can control losers are focused on what they can't control and uh that's really really stuck with me and and i i just think it's valid to this day it is valid i mean i just got off the phone with ben maybe an hour ago and him and i were talking about life and family and different things and balance cause i was talking about the book that's coming out and and you know, it was just a really great conversation. He has a good, he has a good way of phrasing things in his yeah. mind to share that insight. I think that's a big, big takeaway, right? Is that, you know, winners or, or I would, I would even rephrase it like for you to, you know, before I got ready for the CrossFit games or a big business meeting, I would always think to myself, I want to put myself in the best position to win. Mm -hmm. And the way I would put myself in the best position to win is to focus on the things that were in my control. Yeah. Right? For sure. Whether you, you, however you want to phrase it to yourself. Yeah. And I think as a gym owner, you know, if you're thinking about, you know, for example, what's in your control? Getting more people in your doors. Yeah. Right? Some, <laughs> no, it's interesting. Somebody sent us a question the other day uh, into the collective, and he was asking about whether or not he should open up a second location. And his main hesitation about wanting to open up a second location was the area in which he was thinking about locating he had he had um property he had it was a nice space uh, all those things were taken care of there was within the two mile radius there was a couple of other gyms right and um i i was engaging with this person you know via uh, instagram direct message and, and my my advice to them was you have to worry about what you can control in this situation and what you bring to the table as a business owner and, and what your coaching is going to do and, and what makes you better, simply put, what makes you better than those around you. And if you're worried about them being better than you or you're worried about what that person's doing down the road, I think you're already starting off at a disadvantage. Yeah, you are. I mean, earlier today I was having a meeting with the uh, micro brew company, right? And we were talking about yeah. this earlier. And they were saying how the micro brewery seen as really grown over the years. Mm -hmm. And what they were talking about is that they want more microbreweries to come into the space because what it does, is it attracts more, you know, 21 to 39 year olds, 40 year olds, et cetera, to start seeking out these microbreweries to go have, um, you know, a couple beers. And then all of a sudden they go want to go try the next one. They want to try the next one. And you could almost equate that in a way to the CrossFit space or fitness in general. Yeah. I talked to a woman yesterday who was taking Orange Theory for a year and then she got tired of it and she came to our gym and she found what she really enjoys. But point being is if, you know, instead of looking at Orange Theory, are they a competitor? Of course they're competitors. Is another CrossFit gym a competitor? Of course. But everybody can win because you only need X amount of members to be successful. You just got to keep raising the bar of your product and be focused on what you could do to deliver the best dang thing possible. Yeah. A, a, a really cool way of looking at that. I've always thought that this was really smart. Like, if, you, if there's a gym that's nearby you, you have an advantage that they, those customers, those people currently going there, those people looking for that gym, maybe not looking for yours, are now passing by your doors on the way there. And now they're already dressed in their fitness clothes. They yeah. have their sneakers with them. And 
This is a well-traveled fitness path, man. You've got consumers walking by your doors every single day. Now it's on you to build up a reputation, to have your members talking to their family, their friends about the awesome stuff that's going on, to be tagging other people on Instagram, to be posting. And that eventually all comes down to, in my opinion, how good are you doing your job on the floor? On the floor, on the back end. If you're not, then you need to have somebody else come in and help you. But as a gym owner... I think if you are looking to open up a second location or even in your first location, you're utilizing the excuse like, hey, there's another gym that just opened up down the street. Well, I mean, that is completely outside the scope what you should be worried about, right? Yeah, you can't control that at all. You can't. You know, you just got to go. And I mean, I think in business, there's a few examples there. And I think, you know, when it comes to meetings, so this Friday, we have a big meeting down in Irvine that I'm flying down to. And in preparation for it, there's a number of things I need to do to make sure that when I walk into that meeting, I'm as prepared as I can. Now, what is out of my control? Frankly, I don't know what they're going to bring up. I have an idea, but maybe they bring up certain things. And if I can't answer it effectively, then I need to go ahead and come back with an answer later on. But what I can prepare for is given my knowledge base, how do I get all the information, all the statistics from all of our participation globally? So I walk in there and I look prepared, right? And if I could walk in there with this earned confidence and taking what's in my control, which is just understanding the data and understanding our Mm -hmm. business, I'm going to have the best meeting possible. But if you go in there and you're focused on what they might say instead of focused on, you know, you and your core business, then when they start asking you questions, of course you're not going to be able to answer it effectively. You know, I'll never forget. Did you watch, uh, I don't know how much of this you watched, but did you watch the, um, when Mark Zuckerberg was interviewed, um, by the Senate about Facebook in general, I was so impressed. Now I didn't watch the whole thing, of course, but I watched clips and this guy's got, uh, you know, his business is billions and billions, you know, dollars, yeah. it's huge. Right. And these guys are answering, asking questions, whether the questions were good or not is a different conversation. But point being is that they were asking questions that pertain to his business in different segments. And he was thoroughly able to explain them. And if he couldn't explain it, he found an expert in the room later on and came back with an answer. And I think that was him just taking understanding his business and taking what was in his control and educating himself on everything possible before mm-hmm. he got in there. I was, I was blown away. Yeah. I, I think that's a really good point to make because if you're, if you're worried about what somebody might say or who they might pull into the meeting or, um, you know, all these things, Hey, uh, hey are they going to be late for the meeting and all that kind of stuff? You're probably wasting energy that could be spent preparing and learning your material and making sure that you're on time, you're dressed right. You show up to the right place, the right time. You have everything written down that you need to have down, right? And don't worry about what's going on, on the other end. I mean, of course, you got to think about it a little bit, but like, you can't worry about what somebody's might say in a meeting. And I, I, I just hope that be a know, winner, yeah, and, and focus on yourself. I just hope that anybody listening really, really thinks about this because I've seen this play over a hundred times in my life from competing at the highest level in CrossFit and winning and losing and, and getting into many competition experiences to business and, and recognizing when there's a competitor competitor coming in your space and what are you going to do about it? Um, to, you know, potentially even losing key talent at at our business and and what are you going to do about it? Well, you're going to try and take what's in your control and try and retain them, of course, but if they leave, well, hey, that's not your decision. There's nothing you could do about that now. Mm-hmm. You need to take ownership and start building up. And then obviously in life, right? I've seen this play out so well in life. And I think it's easiest to take this in and out of your control and develop it through fitness, right? Just this, just, you know, 
Uh, we were at, we had a f- competition for our gym the other day and, and our, our, our members got comfortable with uncomfortable and uncomfortable for them was getting outside this zone and they had to recognize what was in their control versus out of their control and go out there and perform. But you know what? Maybe they did well. Maybe they didn't do well. Yeah. But the, the, at least they put themselves out there and grew yep. in a, in a situation where it wasn't life and death. Yeah. It wasn't the end of the world. And they could take those situations and learn from it from the next time. Yeah. A really good detail about that competition was there was a, a lifting event. There was a 12 minute event that the teams were set up, uh, two males and, and one female. And we had 10 teams on the floor all at the same time. And, um, due to, to safety and space, we only could have one barbell per team. And it was a 45 pound barbell. And some of our members, both male use, and female, yeah, they, they use the they, 33 pound exactly. barbell. Yeah. But everybody was in the same boat. And guess what? We had a lot of people PR, not only single movements in that complex, but the entire complex, which was amazing. Right. And that was with a thicker bar, right? But it was just, again, it was something they couldn't really worry about, right? They had to go in there and go execute on it. And I think, you know, you could develop these skills so well in the gym. You know, when you're getting ready, you see a workout come up and you're going to the gym tomorrow. You're like, man, I really don't want to do this. And yeah, sure. Could you not just not show up, but you just go there. And by the time you're done, I always feel so much better yeah. because you know, you put yourself out there and just, you know, roll with the punches and you, you learn something about yourself. Yeah. And it's, it's a lot of times a self-fulfilling uh, prophecy. Like if you are presented with that situation where, Hey, maybe you don't practice as often with a 45 pound barbell. And now you go into it and you're thinking, man, this thing feels thick. Like my hands are sweaty. I can't even get my, I can't hook grip this thing. This feels heavier than the bar I'm normally working with. Well, what the hell, what the hell do you think is going to happen? You are not going to perform as well as you probably could if you had a more positive mindset about it and just said, Hey, it is what it is. I'm going to try my best. I can control what I can control in this situation. hundred percent. And then as you, as you transfer that from a 45 pound barbell to life, right? With your children, with your spouse, mm-hmm. right? Like making sure you're setting up those date nights and different things. I just think that it's, it's such powerful stuff, right? Really. And where's your energy going to focus on, you know? And, and I think in life in, and again, with your family, your business, your fitness, you only have so much time. You only have so much energy. And the reason why in fitness or in CrossFit in particular, we focus on these 15 to 20 minute AMRAPs. So they give a lot of bang for your buck, right? They give for the amount of time you spend in the gym on an hour long class, you burn a lot of calories, gain a lot of muscle and get a lot of results, mm-hmm. a lot of fitness. And I would say, how do you take that same mindset where you get the biggest bang for your buck and everything else you're doing? And it probably is directly associated with focusing on things that you have a direct, uh, you know, uh, impact on, right? For sure. You're going to spend energy worrying about stuff that's outside of your control and it's not going to change the outcome. And you won't, you will just spin yourself up into circles worrying about something that is completely outside of, of any of your influence. Yep. So whether you're worried about the CrossFit games and the regionals changing, yep. whether you're worried about whatever it may be, it's easier said than done. And I know that, um, but we need to be aware of it and take those thoughts, kind of put them in another bucket until more information comes. Mm-hmm. Right. And in the meantime, stay focused on your business, stay focused on your fitness, stay focused on your family and keep am wrapping the hell out of it. Hell yeah. So MDV, I think we've talked about understanding what's in your control and out of your control, create two circles on a piece of paper, get after it. And, um, I hope everybody has a great day, huh? Yeah. Let's do it. All right, guys. Thank you.